As we go into the spooky season, there is no place that screams Halloween in New England more than Salem, Massachusetts. If you want haunted history, they have it in droves. 25 people were killed during the Salem witch trials. 19 who were executed through hanging died at Proctor's Ledge. Five others died in jail, and one was actually crushed to death. There's a lot of history in Salem, and you can see it just by walking around town. Hello, and welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. As always, I am Stephanie, and today I am here with Mikhail! That's right, Mikhail, and sorry if I sound a little weird. I am super sick, but I wanted to get this out because we are determined to start back on track here at Macabre Families. Yes. We are. Yes. <laughs> So this week, we're going to be taking a haunted trip to Salem, Massachusetts. We, ourselves, me, Mikhail, and his dad, my husband, are going to be going to Salem on Sunday. So I thought it'd be a good segue into spooky season and a good way to get us excited for our trip. So what do you know about Salem? Pocus Pocus was filmed there. It was. And there's a wand shop. And there's a store called Emporium 32. What's there? Uh, like, random stuff, kind of. I yeah. thought it at first it was, like, Rude 21, kind of. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, where have I heard that name before? Yeah. So lots uh, of stores, you know. The Witch Museum I've told you about. Yeah. Haven't, yeah. I haven't found the Pirate Museum yet. I actually went there with Whitney. Oh, when I searched it up, I couldn't find it. I actually have a picture of me and Whitney at the Pirate Museum. Wait, wait, wait. Is there, like, a pirate ship that could go on? No. Dang. But, uh, Yaya brought me when I was a kid to see all the Hocus Pocus stuff. Uh. And I remember how cool it was, the streets and, like, the witch museum we went there. What if they're filming the new Hocus Pocus? It's already filmed. Then why isn't it out? It comes out at the end of the month. Actually, like, next weekend. It's probably going to be busy then because people are still thinking about it, aren't they? I don't know. But it gets busy, really busy, in October, for sure. Yeah. Are you ready to get started? Yeah. All right. Salem isn't only known for the macabre history of death, murder, and witches, but it's also known for, as you said, Hocus Pocus. Yeah! Which is a quintessential Halloween movie in our house. Yes. Some I, of the film... What? I remember the first time I watched it. With me? Was it with me? No, it was. But then I remember the second time, because he brought me snacks to school. <laughs> because we watched it in fourth grade at Shapley, and you brought, you told me to bring in snacks, and that because everybody else was bringing in snacks, so oh. I remember that because it was the second time with snacks. Snacks, yeah, <laughs> always Good snacks. Yeah, some of the filming locations for Hocus Pocus are also part of the haunted tour of Salem we'll be taking today. Wait, yes, wasn't there a place in Maine where they filmed part of it? No, I was thinking of Jumanji. Oh, we should do a movie review. <laughs> one of the main places in the Salem witch trials where most of the accused were murdered and I say murdered because the people know, knew what they were doing when they hung these meta women and when they crushed them oh one person I don't think for one <laughs> second that anyone at the time was unaware of what was happening how no one ever got in trouble for their part in these murders I don't I don't get 
As I said before, 19 people were hung at Proctor's Ledge. For a long time, it was believed that the hangings took place at Gallows Hill. After time, though, and going through documents, they figured out it was actually Proctor's Ledge. What? Okay. When you were down there? Yes. Well, one, I'm going to ask this. Two questions. Sure. Because most people don't know this. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Okay. Second question. When you were down there, did you have a ghost experience? I did not. Dang it. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm going to ask that every time when we do a place if you've been there. Okay. That's, right. no, that's now my question. All right. Gallows Hill is that is just that. It's actually a hill. What? And when the people were brought up to be executed, they were brought up in carts. Oh, yeah. And they were just tied onto a random tree, right? Well, yeah. Uh, the carts make? carrying the w- victims or the accused, as they would be, as they were called, wouldn't have made up the hill with ease. And to put it bluntly, they wanted to hang them quickly. And bringing a cart of people up a hill was more work than they were willing to put in. I want to do a whole series on the Salem witch trials one day, but it's like a, I w- it would be a series. It'd be like a five parter. Oh. But another thing they skipped on was the whole hanging process. Like I said, they didn't want, they wanted to be done. So literally they like slung a rope over a tree branch, put them in the back of the cart and pushed it. Yeah. And it wasn't pleasant in the least. The poor souls who were hung did not have an easy death. It's kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean, but without the cart. And it was like, well, so yeah. And how did he escape? I still don't get that. So, um, it's a movie. Yeah. Okay. I get that, but like. (laughs) How is that possible to So escape? when people were hung, you have to like do mathematics for weight, like measurements. Oh. It's a whole like actual and big people process. actually don't really do and that. And they did not do that here. That's, that's why that's they, one of the like it took terrible forever, things. right? Yeah, like some people it took like twenty minutes. They should have just shot them. I mean, if they're gonna do that. <sighs> that's horrible for people to watch. Well, they shouldn't have done it at all. Yeah, I know. Oh my, Sanderson sister. That's uh-huh. what exactly what you're wearing right now. Yes, the Gallows Hill Project confirmed in 2016 that Proctor's Ledge was the execution site. They did their research and figured it out. So now we know for certain, this is the place where some of the accused were murdered. Because of this horrific tragedy that occurred in this spot, it's no wonder that is the home to a lot of ghostly tales. There is said to be a lady in white who people have seen kind of wandering around the area of Proctor's Ledge. There also have been reports of disembodied voices, cold spots, and orbs floating around. Burying Point Cemetery is the second oldest cemetery in the country. In the whole country. What's the first? I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The cemetery was established in 1637. Some of the names you'll see in the headstones there are John Hathorne, who was the judge at the Salem Witch Trials. He was also never sorry for the part he played in it. He also was the great great grandfather of prolif- prolific. Couldn't get that out. <laughs> writer Nathaniel Hawthorne. He wrote the Scarlet Letter and the House of the Seven Gables, which we will get back to. He also he was so ashamed of his family's involvement in the witch trials that he actually added a letter to his last name to distance himself from his great great grandfather. Uh- so it's. He's Nathaniel Hawthorne, which is H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E, and his great-great-grandfather was John Hathorne, with no W. 
Ah. Smart. Great. The cemetery, which is also known as the Charter Street Cemetery, is the final resting place for 347 people. As I said, Nathaniel Hawthorne was a writer and lived in Salem. He would take walks at night with his wife, Sophia, who had terrible migraines. He would walk at night with her around Salem and through the cemetery to ease the pain of her headaches. During his walks, it is believed that he got some of his ideas for his novel, The House of the Seven Gables. Uh, one of his characters in the book is named Hepzibah Pynchon, which is strikingly familiar to a name on the headstone of the cemetery, Hepzibah Packer. Since it isn't a common name, many people believe that Nathaniel got the name from the book from his strolls with Sophia through the cemetery. It's a very weird name. Right? Yeah. A cemetery would be a perfect place for spooky sport stories. I do love a cemetery. I Same. Love, right. I love the quiet and calm that seems to always feel like an older cemetery. Like the one in Newington by the meeting house. I love walking through that. I do Nobody too. ever goes there. It's nice and quiet. It just feels so peaceful. Oh. But unlike that one that feels peaceful to us, uh, the bearing point has had stories of the paranormal since the first person was laid to rest there. I keep... Sorry. Go ahead. I keep forgetting to tell you this. When I walked there the last time, I found out John Adams and Abigail Adams are buried there. It might be different John Adams. A lot of people have the same last names. But also, Abigail Adams at... Did you Google to see if John Adams' wife was named Abigail? I know she has be she was, or it's like his sister or something. Well, Google it. Oh, I Not will. right now, but... Yeah. Um, people who are sensitive to the paranormal have visited the cemetery, and they have said they have become overwhelmed by the sensation of sadness and despair. Even just walking through the cemetery, people have had overwhelming feeling of depression. Are we going to go there when yes. we go down? Can yes. we take pictures and then post it on social media? Yes, we can. Thank you. There have been EVBs, EVPs captured of voices from people who aren't there. Are those like the voice boxes that have on ghost Electronic shows voice that, phenomenon? Like yeah. just recording. Like that make noises? And no, then just like, the recordings. Oh. Just like a recorder. Aren't those fake? What? Like the things they use on shows. Ghost boxes? Like, no, so they is take, that the scraggly sound? Yeah, so they take... Whoops. They take... um noise like frequencies mm-hmm. and a lot of times they say with spirits they have to take stuff like to get the energy so uh, they can sneak into those things uh, uh evps are just a recorder uh, just like a little voice we have one here from fluffy wait we do yeah is that the no that's your not- dad has it he's not gonna not touch it Oh. Also, there have been photographs of shadow people, lights seemingly coming out of nowhere, orbs, white mists popping up and disappearing just as quickly, and even full-bodied apparitions. People have seen a figure of a woman in the back of the cemetery. She is wearing a powder blue dress and seems to be holding a picnic basket, and she is sometimes as accompanied by a young boy. It is believed they are mother and son who died in a fire. This lady is also seen um, at a place called Murphy's, which is right outside the cemetery, and it's a bar or Uh, a restaurant. It's by the Irish part of the cemetery because the Irish had to be buried separately. Why? Because they didn't like the Irish back then. Well, that's nice to the Irish, all that they buried them separately. Uh, Well, the Puritans weren't nice to many people. 
True. There is also a lady in white who sees sometimes walking through the cemetery and in the parking lot. So, what do you, we? I have been to this place, and we will be going there. And then posting photos probably on the social media. Yes. Which means you should follow us. <laughs> Another stop on our spooky list is the Hawthorne Hotel. This hotel is named after the author, Nathaniel Hawthorne, who we talked about a second ago. Yes. Is it haunted? That's what I'm talking about. Are we going there just to see it? Uh, we might walk by it. Awesome. Okay, then. The construction for the hotel was finished in 1925. The hotel opened for business on July 21st, 1925. And lots of famous people stayed here. Johnny Cash, Liza Minnelli, Betty Davis, George Bush, Walter Cronkite, and the whole cast from the sitcom Bewitched, which actually featured the hotel in one of the episodes. Bridget Bishop was the first woman executed during the witch trials. It was said that she owned an apple orchard where the hotel was eventually built. Guests have said they have encountered her spirit in the hotel. In front of the sixth floor room, number 612, there has been reports of an apparition of a woman seen standing there. She's also seen wandering up and down the hall. Inside of the room, guests have said they feel like they're not alone and they get a feeling of being watched. People have always also felt like they've been touched. Inside room 325 on the third floor, there have been reports of a baby crying when nobody was around. Like no baby was around. Mm -hmm. Lights turning on and off and the water faucets turning on and off as well. There's an employee who there who refuses to work the night shift. During their night shift, when they were cleaning a room, they had left the room to get some supplies. And when he came back, the whole room was switched around. What do you mean? Like, stuff was moved all around. Do you mean like a couch was moved to a different side? Yeah, everything was moved around. Like, the whole room was switched. Okay, hear me out. Sure. What if, like, that was a prank, right? And nobody wanted to ever admit it? But what if they did it? I don't know who's going to prank somebody With a whole bunch of kids. At night. Nighttime. Overnight shift. The Tavern is the hotel's restaurant, and there's an old ship wheel on display there. And it is said that it will sometimes move around like ghost hands are steering a ship. Guests have also reported the smell of apples around the hotel, adding to the story of this being on the land once owned by Bridget Bishop. Hmm. What do you think of that? It's definitely haunted, obviously. 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 Do you think? I paid you, and then you ordered a sound box, like, off of Amazon. It would come before Sunday. No. Dang it. The Joseph Ward House isn't a place you can actually visit on a tour of the spooky Salem spot, but it does have a place on our list. This house was built for a wealthy sea merchant named Joseph Ward in 1784. George Washington actually stayed in this house in 1789 when he came to Salem. Before the Joseph, Joseph Ward House was built... This was another property that sat there, and it belonged to George Corwin. When George Corwin was 25, in 1692, he was appointed as High Sheriff in Essex, Essex County. Isn't that near us? That's Salem. <laughs> I thought there was an Essex County near us. No. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess a mass. Well, no, I thought there was one in New Hampshire. I don't think so. Hmm. But oh, Essex. Now I get it. By the time George became sheriff, the witch trials had already started. 
part of his job was to bring people to the gallows. He also had the job of getting confessions, quote-unquote, from the accused, which meant torture. Sometimes if people confessed, they would be saved from the gallows. What if they confessed right away? Wouldn't they think they were lying then? I don't know. And then, like, if they thought they were lying, then they shouldn't kill them. But, like... We can't even begin to, like, understand the mindset of these people. Some of a lot of the people that were hung were people that people didn't like. That's true. I'd probably get hung right away. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible to say. True. No, but just like people that didn't fit in with everybody else, stuff like that. Oh. Uh, Allegedly, one of his favorite ways to get a quote unquote confession was to tie up the accused from their necks to their ankles, bending them in half until blood streamed from their nose. So, like, hog tie them. Like, put their ankles and hands. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Corwin was also responsible for the horrific murder of Giles Corey. Two weeks before Giles' quote-unquote official trial, he was told he had to answer the formality which started the trial. Basically, Giles had to say, quote, by God and my country, unquote, to start the trial. And if he didn't, the trial couldn't begin. So in order for the trial to begin, he had to say those words. So I think he was thinking, oh, if I don't say it, I don't have to go What'd to they trial. Do? Giles refused standing mute. Under English law, you know, the laws that people came here to yep. escape. Yep. <laughs> Since he stood mute, he was to be punished by being pressed under heavy weights until the words were uttered. Mm. So he was to be crushed until he spoke by God in my country. On September 19th, the final day before Giles was to be pressed, so he had up until this point to say the words. Yeah. Uh, George Corman put Giles in the dirt and put a flat wooden board on his chest. One by one, large stones were placed on the onto the board that was on top of Giles. The only words Giles ever uttered during the whole thing was, quote, more weight, unquote. While Giles was dying, his tongue came out of his mouth, and George Corwin used his walking stick to put it back into his mouth. Giles died, and after his death, George went into Giles' home and took all his money and anything else he could find. Isn't that stealing? Giles was dead, and he was a witch. What so did it matter? If they were, if I'm thinking like how they did, well, why would you want like a what? What were they accusing him of? Witchcraft. He why wanted would you his want money a witch's stuff? money and stuff then? They couldn't be like. He just wanted Cursed, to... They all knew they weren't witches. Period. Yeah. They knew it. Giles Corey wasn't, like, a nice guy. Oh. Uh, ah. Uh, he wasn't liked... Whatever. He actually committed murder, I believe. Okay. Now I'm... But, I mean, this isn't any way to die. And you can't say you're doing it because you're a witch. He was, like... Yeah. The murder he was convicted... Like, tried... I don't know. That yeah. whole... Like I said, I want to do a whole thing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Corwin is considered one of the most hated men in the of the Salem Witch Trials. It is no wonder why the place where George Corwin lived would be on our list. All that hate and anger on one plot of land. Like I said that, the Joseph Ward house took over the land where the George Corwin house used to be. I'm assuming it, like the George Corwin house was demolished. Yeah. And the Ward house was put in its place. In the late 19th century, the Joseph Ward house was converted into a fancy hotel. 
That didn't last very long, and then the house was abandoned. It was eventually converted into a multi-unit property for commercial use, and it housed Carson Realty and the Higginson Book Company. And it said that there are actually three spirits that hang around the Joseph Ward house, and two of them aren't so nice. So, although it used to be a hotel back in the day, it actually turned back into a hotel. Uh, a visitor to the house was on the second floor, he said all of a sudden he felt like an invisible fourth force put their hands around his throat and squeezed. He said air became harder to take in and it felt like his throat had closed up completely. He turned around to see who choked him and he found he was alone in the hallway. They believe that the choking ghost is none other than George Corwin. Is that the sheriff? The torturing high sheriff. Uh, yep, from the witch show, who liked to torture people, choking them. Uh, other things that have happened are books being pulled from the shelves, cold spots and ro uh, warm rooms, candles that found in pools of wax, even though they've never been lit. All of those things they believe are attributed to Giles Corey. Not only are these two men who came to blow in their real lives seem to be sharing the space in the afterlife. There seems to be a, a woman among them as well. During a Christmas party in the 1980s, a Polaroid was taken of a light-haired woman enjoying the party. That wasn't the only woman in the picture, though, when it was developed. A dark-haired woman who was pale and see-through was seen in the photo as well. She wasn't there when it was taken. So one, the, somebody was taking a picture of one lady, and then there was two ladies in the photo. These days, the place is called the Merchant Hotel, and they have been dealing with the same pro problems the other places did. More activity has been reported, though, as well. Lights flashing in the building so brightly that there actually have been accidents in front of the hotel because people think cars are coming at them. Uh, also, cameras in the building have caught trash cans suddenly being stacked up high, printers turning on and off, and candles burning with an S-shaped uh, flame, even though the wick isn't burnt. S? Like an S. Like Sheriff. Before oh. we finish out our spooky Salem stories, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we will get into more haunted Salem spots. so far definitely haunting places well obviously <laughs> unless the government created conspiracy how do you say it? conspiracy yeah conspiracy theory and then we also started believing them like a while ago <laughs> that ghosts exist and now they claim they don't because yeah. 
they don't want us to sing that much longer. And this is the most wild thing I've ever heard in my life. That's why it's conspiracy. 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 There you go. Theory. And so. that like ghosts aren't real at all, and that like they create something in their minds where it's all fake. What do you got in your room that you're smoking, man? Nothing. <laughs> Oh, now back to our spooky Salem stories after that ridiculous story. <laughs> We're just going to record you just talking nonsense. Okay. Rockefellers is located on the original site of Salem's first church. Although it was a church, there was a murderous tale that goes along with it. The story goes that there is an old sea captain who fell in love with a woman named Sarah. Although the sea captain was in love with Sarah, Sarah was in love with another man. She planned to run away with this man while the captain was out to sea. The captain came back early and caught Sarah. The captain was so enraged that he hit Sarah with a plank of wood. The story goes that she ended up dying in the alley next to the church. With the help of the minister, the captain buried her body in the underground tunnels. Because yes, there is underground tunnels in Salem. Bootleg tunnels. The minister was so distraught over what he did to help the sea captain, the minister may have committed suicide. Or the captain he was murdered. murdered him. There we go. I'm smart. Det- Today, the tunnels below the Rockefellers are mostly used for storage. The staff and patrons... Oops. Can we go visit these tunnels? No. Alike have witnessed the blue lady and a man in black. The blue lady has been caught in film on film and even has a drink named after her at the bar. We go to the Rockefellers. It's a restaurant. But you can't go into the tunnels as part of the, this business. It's actual business in there? No, it's just the business's property. One of the it's just like a basement, but there's tunnels. Yeah. Okay. One of the places on our list is a filming location for one of our favorite Halloween movies. Hocus Pocus. Huh? What? Hocus Pocus. There you go. <laughs> I can't even say it now. It is the Ropes Mansion, or as we would know it, Allison's house. Is that like where the party is allison's house where they go trick-or-treat in allison's house oh yeah yeah in the late 1700s tuberculosis was running rampant through the small communities abigail and elizabeth's parents died in quick succession from it leaving the girls to fend for themselves abigail married judge nathaniel ropes jr and her sister elizabeth contracted tb since there was no one else to take care of her sister abigail was left with the task after Elizabeth died, Abigail became a recluse, screaming and hitting people with her cane. She would spend nights in her mansion screaming and throwing anything as she could grab at anyone who crossed her path. One night, she got too close to the fireplace and her nightgown caught fire. She screamed for help, but no one came because they were used to her screaming. She burned to death, and days later, when some town folks came to check on her, they found her charred remains. Since that day, people have seen the apparition of a woman looking out on the second floor window onto the grounds of the mansion. It's wild, right? What if it's all a conspiracy theory, right? Sure. And somebody set her on fire. I don't think so. Okay. What's with you with conspiracy theories? I just think they're awesome. Okay. Well, that just sounds like crazy talk, man. True. But I'm also crazy, so let's make... Bunghole Liquors 
has the best name for a business I've ever heard. <laughs> Before it was a liquor store, it was a funeral home. Can you imagine bung hole funeral? <laughs> it sounds like bongos. No, bung hole. Like your bung hole. <laughs> it's like bull shirt. Right? That's funny. It was a funeral home. So if that's not enough to scare you, it also was a place during the prohibition for people to gather and drink. They weren't drinking at a cool speakeasy with a hidden door and secret password, though. They were drinking next to embalming fluid and tables where they embalmed the dead people. Embalmed? Embalmed. Oh, where like, they... stick the stuff yeah. inside. Yep. The assistant manager says he believes there's a woman he has seen roaming around the wine racks. Like a ghost woman. Yeah. And with her is a ghostly cat. Is that cute? I'm tearing up over that. <laughs> and finally, we are on to our last place. Wicked Good Books. During renovations, it is said that this is when the spirit activity ramped up. Can I make a guess real quick? Sure. Is that store still there? Yeah. Okay. My guess is they only have, like, books that are, like, about witches and stuff, you know? I think they have all kinds of books. Oh. There's wicked mm. good books. Oh. While construction was happening, they found human remains in the tunnel under the bookstore. It is believed that there were two former slaves who got buried in the tunnels. Since the construction ended, the spirit activity did not. Books will fly off the shelves by themselves and other, like, lights and stuff. Has anybody ever been hurt? I don't think so. Oh. Now, this isn't the last haunted place in Salem. Because there are so many, we could actually do a multi-part episode about it. Salem has a rich history with haunted tunnels, witch trials, and murders. There have been a lot of injustice done in this area, with witch trials only being the tip of the iceberg. This is just a small list that I put together to get us excited for our trip in downtown Salem. Any place on your list you're looking forward to visiting. Can I see the list real quick? You don't remember everything we talked about? Oh, wait. Emporium 20. Was it, one? That wasn't even on the list. Oh, wait. Why did I say 21? I don't know. 31. I think. But that wasn't even on the list. I was talking about, like, I want to go see Allison's house. Oh. I want to go oh, to the bookstore. you're store. not talking about stories. Okay, no, then. I'm talking about things on our list you're looking oh, for. Oh, that you just talked about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you mention the wand shop? The what? Wand shop. Did you say that? No, it's not. Oh, okay. oh the bar. Not the bar. The restaurant. Yeah. Allison's house. Yeah. Pirate museum because i think you messaged that not not like directly yeah. but you said it i want to go to the cemetery for sure cemetery i'm yeah. gonna do that at the end that way i'll never forget it right so mikhail is going to be doing the end of our story i want to thank everybody for listening and don't forget to follow us on all our socials tiktok and facebook are at the macabre family podcast instagram is macabre family you can email us at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com don't forget to rate us and review us on all listening platforms give us five star reviews it helps out so much thank you all again and as always stay spooky bye Bye.